Hi, this is Pastor Bill with your devotional for this week. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. Then another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged by what was written in the books according to what they had done. Wow, this passage from Revelation 2012 would is powerful and even scary and actually would seem to contradict one of our core article, Lutheran Articles of Faith, Article 4 of the Augsburg Confession. That article reads this way. Likewise, we teach that human beings cannot be justified before God by their own powers, merits, or works. That is, made innocent, made righteous. But they are justified as a gift on account of Christ through faith when they believe that they are received into grace and that their sins are forgiven on account of Christ, who by his death made satisfaction for our sins. God reckons this faith as righteousness. And Romans 3 is quoted, and we could put many other scriptures in there. As we believe, this article is simply stating what the scriptures on the whole clearly teach. So what do we do with this scripture from Revelation that seems to state that we'll be judged not by our faith necessarily or trust in Jesus, but by what we've done in this life? It would seem this is a significant problem. More importantly, I often counter folks who, upon reading passages like this one from Revelation, are filled with fear or despair as they are honest enough to know that their works really don't measure up. Just think about standing before Almighty God and going down your list of things you've done and left undone in those books. Have we been all in for Jesus? Have we been passionate enough for him? Have we served him faithfully enough? Although, by the way, just on a side note, it isn't the scope of this little devotional. For those who don't think they really need to worry about a future judgment, well, I hope for your, you're right for your sake. (laughs) But let me go on with the assumption that indeed there will be an accounting for what we do in this life. Jesus himself actually sets the bar very high. Unless your righteousness exceeds the scribes and the Pharisees, you'll never enter the kingdom of heaven. And in that same Sermon on the Mount from Matthew 5 Jesus through 7, Jesus says, you must be perfect as your father in heaven is perfect. Which is it? Are we received into God's embrace and favor now and in the future life to come because we've been perfect? Or is it a gift that we've received in faith? Now, some have tried to combine these two and say it's both, faith with our cooperation and good works. But in truth, it really can't be both. As Paul said, if we can be justified by our works of the law, then Christ died for no reason. That's from Galatians. So what do we do with Jesus's words in Revelation 20 and other similar words like from James? Well, first, we need to remember that Jesus often preaches the law, i.e. what God expects of how we live, but he is the gospel. Jesus beautifully doesn't water down the law or make it like a warm demander, you know, but no, he intensifies it. He sets the bar so high We can't even scarcely hope to achieve it. So first, we must remember to take Jesus and his work on the cross as a gift. 
we got to take Jesus as a gift first. Then we take his call to follow him and his calls to righteous living um, and how we live. So we take him as gift and then we take him as example. Otherwise, Jesus is just a new Moses giving us a new law. But there's more. We believe that as we hear and trust the word, the gospel, what Jesus did for us, something actually happens to us. Luther called it the joyful exchange. Jesus takes our sin and doesn't just take our sin, but gives us his righteousness. Everything that's Christ is ours, folks. So yes, we will be judged by what we have done. But thankfully, if all that is Christ is now ours, that judgment and that book includes all of his works. And you know what? I don't mind having my ledger judged if it's filled with the works of Christ. Now fear subsides. Now freedom comes. Now I'm not looking inward, worried about me and myself and I. Now I can look out at my family and neighbor and serve them. This is what we do with these difficult passages. We let them drive us to our need for Christ Jesus and his mercy, the joyful exchange. And then we let them show us how much God cares about this world and our compassionate engagement with our neighbor. Well, okay, why this word today? Well, I'll just be honest with you folks. I see the law-eating people alive today during COVID-19 more than ever. All the shoulda, woulda, couldas, all our expectations of how we should be dealing with this situation just are beating us up. And then there's this political time where the opinions championed during this heated time about what we should and shouldn't be doing, those are hitting us full force. So maybe it will help you today to remember that Christ and his righteousness is yours. Trust his work and at least get a little break today from the shoulda, woulda, couldas. Thanks be to God. Amen.